everyone welcome to the Delhi Capitals podcast i'm your host supreeta das and our guest on the podcast today is someone who you could perhaps call a man for all seasons when it comes uh, to playing league cricket franchise cricket riley russo welcome to the podcast thank you very much it's a pleasure being here riley hamare show mein aane ke liye bahut bahut dhanyawad abhi hum shuru karenge aapne aapka waqt diya hai hum abhi chalu kar sakte kaise ho Very well. Did you, did you follow everything I said? Given how much time you've spent in the subcontinent, but that's a good reply. That's a good one. Um, no, sorry. Um, my agent said this would be in English, so I apologize. My Hindi is a bit rough. No problem. We try and follow the script at times. Okay, we'll we'll start. Uh, we're here in India in the middle of uh, uh, the IPL, Riley. This is a tournament you're coming back to after very long. Eight years, I think. Yeah, maybe a bit longer, maybe ten years. Yeah. Yeah. What have you missed the most uh, about the IPL? Because you've played so much of league cricket around the world. Uh, what have you missed, and why does it stand out? The thing that sets IPL apart from all other tournaments is is how big it actually is. Um, coming back, like I said, after all these years, I think um, it's something that you can't prepare yourself for you mm-hmm. got to actually be here to experience it and the fans and the publicity and the media and everyone it's just so hyped and so big it's actually amazing to see that there is a tournament like this in the world that just brings so much enjoyment to a lot of different varieties in areas it's also louder than anywhere else in the world isn't it <sighs> that could argue like i could argue <laughs> like a very loud pack johannesburg could also be like True. quite in- intimidating but um no i think it is probably the loudest in the world Okay we'll uh, we'll do a little bit of a trip down memory lane let's start like with uh, let's start with your earliest memories uh, you know of of playing cricket or who maybe was your cricketing hero when you picked up a bat as a little boy probably um yeah my earliest memory from playing cricket would be probably next to the club cricket ground where my dad used to play I used to hear of my dad when he was playing. Um it no way nearly as competitive as what we well what where I'm at the stage or professional as I am at the stage but it was just club cricket and it was the enjoyment factor and um I don't really remember this clearly but my dad says to me when I was a little boy I used to always nag the people next to the field to just throw me balls all day long. Yeah. And um it got so bad at a point that my dad had fines because of his own son <laughs> just wanting to play cricket next to the side of the field and yeah. um yeah yes i mean from a young age i always fell in love with cricket and like i said i heard my dad and he played cricket so um i kind of just wanted to make him proud and uh i'm needless to say i think i did i'm <laughs> i'm 100%. I'm curious to know though why cricket given that South Africa is so massive as a sporting nation uh, and cricket's not the number one sport though. No, no it isn't. Um well my my mom didn't allow me to play rugby. Uh fair enough because I did get two concussions playing rugby uh during wow. school time break mm-hmm. and um I played soccer for a lot of years football. Um I was not well touch wood I wasn't too bad at football. Um it was a toss up between cricket and football when it came to a professional uh pathing for me and um around about what it when I was 17 years old standard 9 uh grade 11 for those new guys mm. um I decided to quit soccer and uh, focus entirely on cricket just purely because of the fact of like it, my dad loved cricket mm. um and if I had to choose between soccer and cricket I knew my dad would pick cricket yeah and that's uh, I just wanted to make him proud I mean that's all I really wanted to do as a as a youngster 
Um, I, I think it was the 2008 Under-19 World Cup. I, th- that's the one you played and you... In Malaysia, yeah. 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 Came into limelight yeah. in that tournament. Yeah. What is it like starting out, you know, representing, wearing the South Africa shirt for the first time and please sip on the coffee before it gets very cold? I, I will do now. Thank <laughs> you very much. Um, yeah, it's an amazing feeling. I mean, it's it's something that we strive for as a youngster you dream about playing for South Africa and even though it was just under 19 you still got a taste of that um, professional atmosphere of representing your country um, it was a fantastic tournament that, that, that we played in unfortunately I don't know if everyone knows the result but um, there was this other country that beat us <laughs> <laughs> just just <laughs> duck with Lewis and all of those things um, no but um yeah, it's, it's it's just it's just a it's just a, an amazing experience putting on that green and gold for the first time and actually playing in a World Cup. It kind of sets you up for what you want to be a part of in the future. Yeah, and and when it did set you up, uh, you know, for what you wanted to do in the future, which is of course represent South Africa at a senior level, um, <coughs> it wasn't the greatest of starts. Uh, if I can put it that way, I'm I'm not talking numbers. I'm sure you remember those <laughs> very very well. But, but I just remember my numbers being the exact same as a legend of the game, and that is Mr. Session Tenduka. Pretty good, huh? So if you look at it, like I think I started perfectly well. <laughs> yeah, on the right track, absolutely. But as a youngster starting out playing for your country, you've got a few not so great numbers against your names. Four ducks out of your first six innings, I think, okay. that you played. You didn't know this? No, I no, knew I had I, a couple. I did. Re- I broke it to you? No, you knew. Of course you did. Come on. <laughs> no, but no, it's I hard, right? A couple, being, yeah. a, being a young person and not having very nice marks like you have in school in your progress report. How did you deal with that? How I dealt with it was kind of like I knew there's going to be ups and downs mm. in this game. And if you focus too much on the negatives, you're just going to stay down there. Um, everyone does have bad days and bad weeks and sometimes bad months yep. but it always if you believe in your ability and it, it will change um, that's something that I've always stuck with throughout my whole career and the other side of like how I looked at it is but that's uh, 30 plus Riley speaking I want to know what young Riley felt like when you no, went Ra- that. young Riley has not changed I mean his still mindset. young Riley yeah, yeah, but yeah. the younger Riley yeah, yeah. felt like what no this like the same I promise you like uh, I was, this might sound a bit cringy, but like I was very mature for my age um, in certain aspects. <laughs> I'm still very childish in others. Sure. <laughs> but um, no, like that's that's what I believed in, and my beliefs also helped. Uh, my like my religion also helped me a lot in in dealing with those downships and 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 like negative stuff in life. And um, like I haven't changed much since then, and I and, and I don't really want to change because it's kind of been my successfulness if I can put it that way mm. throughout my career and um, yeah. also like what I wanted to say is how I dealt work how I went out in those stages didn't represent actually how good I was okay and how good I could be um, I mean the first game I got run out of the first ball maybe a bit nervous but on the other day it was an unbelievable piece of fielding one-handed pickup shying at one stump hit so like you can't really judge yourself on those type of performances hmm. it's when I'm actually in enough scored runs then I judge myself on why I went out how I went out and then how bad the execution was type okay. of thing there was of course this uh, massive moment in your career where you'd made your international debut you're playing for South Africa but two years into your international career and 
you had to in some sense say goodbye to playing cricket for South Africa when you signed up the Colpac deal uh, to play for Hampshire. That's a major decision to take for any athlete because you grew up wanting to represent your country uh, and mm. you're probably burning a lot of bridges along the way. That's a massive risk to take. Yeah, it, um, it's definitely not a decision that came overnight. Hmm. Um, it's something that I was thinking about for a very, very long time. And um, without going into too much detail about everything, um, it was it was just uh, it was something that I decided that, or myself and my family decided that we needed to do because um, it would it would benefit my cricket. Hmm. And um, sitting on the sidelines for a long time and not playing cricket it's a risk that I had to take and I knew it was taking a massive risk and um, in all fairness it it probably benefited me a heck of a load in how I developed my game in how I became the cricketer I am today and sure. how I've matured in my cricket Th- that's what I was going to come to like as far as your skills are concerned how much did that contribute and make you a better batter a better cricketer you know, all that experience playing those leagues around the world while maybe having this at the back of your mind that this is great but you know am i missing out on let's say some of my best years that could have been spent playing international cricket no 100% um but there's so many different um aspects if i can put it that way in the south african um cricket association mm like I said, which I don't really want to go into. Um, and I can't uh, because that is what it is. And then that's kind of, um, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't really say. But that's um, fine. yeah, I obviously wanted to play for South Africa from, I remember. And um, there is some, some hurdles in life that you get thrown with. And uh, I just had to overcome this in a, in a certain way. And to answer your question on how much it's benefited me as a cricketer, it's it's immensely. There's from if I remember from where I was to where I am, because of all of these leagues and on the different conditions that I play and on the different people that I'm interacting with and learning from, and just like that learning that you learn from that experience, yeah. it's it's probably like I want to say it could be the best even going a step further saying playing international cricket yes you play international cricket but you don't really interact or learn from another guy or you don't have that opportunity to always just like have a guy for a month with you like a kevin peterson i'm just putting his name out there or a shane watson that i've played with for many years joffre archer like nicholas like these are names that i'm just throwing around that i've been involved with and played with that have helped me learn something from them mm-hmm. even if it's just a one percenter that has improved my game a f- freak load yeah so it's definitely a, it's definitely helped my game a lot yeah and like like in life i think in sport you know you can't script stuff and it does its thing so brexit ended thus ended cold pack those deals are null and void and riley russo is back for south africa <laughs> I, so you rrr Yes. Riley Roscoe Russo. I can add a few more alphabets. Riley Russo. Uh, no, Riley Roscoe. Return Russo. <laughs> Put in a remarkable or a roller coaster. I could go on. Sorry. But. Uh, 
remix <laughs> remix right but it uh, it's it's an incredible uh, way the way you made your comeback i i, I do understand alan donald had a had conversations with you when you were making your comeback and you were sort of ready and hungry again to represent south africa can you talk us through that yeah so hard works in south africa we have to play local cricket to be qualified to Correct. play for for south africa and when brexit finished for two years like uh, my name was always available even before brexit exit there was a, there was talks but that's another that's a chat for another day mm. um but i was playing local cricket and at the time i'm not too sure if the selectors or the convenience of selectors knew that i was actually playing cricket at, in south africa and when i spoke with or when alan got got f- ring me up and said rolls listen we're playing a t20 tournament would you like to play and i said well i'll i'm not playing any cricket at the moment and um Yeah sure no why not because at the time the Knights well they stole my club from from when I started and I don't think I'll ever move from there because I love them to bits and they've looked after me and they've always backed me and um at the time he was coached there and he said come play and I was like there was a no brainer because it's my team so I eventually ended up playing there and uh, had a pretty all right competition and then a lot of media was hyping up already f- from when brexit exit and then eventually i made played for somerset and that's yeah. kind of where the the changing point i think really really came was uh, i scored quite a few runs at somerset very modest you scored 36 runs off one over if i'm not mistaken yeah it was yeah. it was nice it was very nice in the quarter final it was very nice it was nice. like a It was very I had lucky. to put it that put that in no, there. No, Somerset was yes, I loved Somerset. Um just the whole England county circuit is amazing and I loved Somerset. Sorry, I have to put that in there. <laughs> um and I scored a quite a few runs and then eventually like pressure came and 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 look the sky was scoring all these runs around the world. Why is I playing for South Africa and eventually I got a phone call from the convenience say listen rolls you want to be part of South Africa again. So I was always available for South Africa since Brexit exit and um I never forced the issue. I just went quietly about my business and then when South Africa asked me if I want to come back and then it was kind of a no-brainer once again because it's it's something that you want to do from a childhood and yeah. getting another opportunity to play for South Africa is very very emotional and really really enjoyed it. Can you uh, can you talk us through the day when you put that South Africa shirt back again after so many years more than i've forgotten the exact number of days i tried doing um, doing some math but clearly it's not my strength <laughs> but it's uh, it's more than 2000 days for sure uh when you when you represented south africa again in that uh, t20 in july 2022 if i'm not mistaken what was it like putting that shirt back walking out for your country again yeah it was it was very emotional to say the least um nerve-wracking i don't really get nervous ever but for some reason just wearing the green and gold again was it was a very proud emotional moment for me um my wife at well my wife was with me at the time in england and she could um she could see what it meant to me and what it does mean to me uh to play for your country and um yeah it was yeah i'm just going to leave it there like it was super super emotional Yeah. Yeah, and and what a fantastic year it was. It's like anything you were touching was like t- 
turning into gold that fantastic T20 World Cup with two back to back hundreds I think no and and the nerves mm. really never ever showed once you made your comeback it was all on the upswing amazing have you have you enjoyed the return of riley yeah it's riley 2.0 it's really been cool like even on like the 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 setup at the protest with the the teammates mm. the friends like the camaraderie like it's it's been fantastic just being back a part of the setup and you can see what it means to the boys that 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 way the green and gold when when it comes to if you had to compare like a franchise and international yeah it's amazing the differences that you can actually see um but yeah i'm just love playing for africa uh we'll do it as long as what they want me there for <laughs> <laughs> of course right uh everyone's everyone's time is limited and i'm just playing every game as if it is my last and just enjoying enjoying yeah. the moment that's amazing uh okay we're here with the delhi capitals you of course became a part of the capitals family the capitals universe when you uh, were part of pretoria capitals fantastic opening season i loved mm. sat 20 what's it been like being a part of of the capitals family first pretoria then delhi yeah it's been amazing once again like these words i keep on using because it's there's no like other other things to say it's about okay. it it's okay we're it's we're been, kind it's, it please has, it, no it has been phenomenal yeah um the capitals has really like we've done well and it's a winning franchise mm-hmm. um yes we won't we'll go through bad times but like at at uh, the pretoria capitals it's it was fantastic run it was an amazing tournament they say 20 was a great success everyone loved the cricket there we haven't seen those full stadiums in years and it's just so good that we can see if you put care and love into something yeah how many people come out and and support it and it was a fantastic run for us as you mentioned um yes we would have loved to have silverware but i think the cricket won in general with the sa20 yeah yeah everyone won You're repeating words and you're using cliches, Riley. I would like to point out. Okay. But it's all right. This is going well. Okay. It's gone well. That's fine. I'm, all right. I'm, I'm kind. Okay. Thank you. So. <laughs> I try. I try not to. Okay. <laughs> no. No. No worries. But uh, listen, you've spent so much time in the subcontinent. Uh, you've you've also been in India. You know, on on frequent uh, visits. What do you like about the place? Uh, have you had time <laughs> at all in the middle of? Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what's coming up now. Uh, so, B, yes. I like I just like chilling, all right? So, I'm not a adventurous type of guy. If my family or my wife is, yeah, yes, fair enough, we, we might maybe go, but she's seen how heavy our schedule is. Yeah. So, when we do You didn't step time, out at all, did, no, did you? Yeah. No, I just chill, I relax, I love my hotel, I love yeah. my aircon, I love my <laughs> TV, I love my Netflix. I'm very well covid covid has taught us to love these things yeah. but um when I'm back home I like I normally just chill mm. I'll go to the farm I'll go to the dam like I'm not a very adventurous type of guy that's my wife's she loves doing those type of things and she yeah. just drags me along <laughs> um but yeah I just chill I'm a very chill person Tell me how your uh, how your journey with Delhi Capitals has been so far of course some of the teammates are common bunch from your south africa bunch and of course people who you've played at pc uh with but what have you fi- found the vibe of this team on and off the field what's it been like um once again sorry but for the cliche but it's been amazing <laughs> <laughs> i have to count at the end of the recording <laughs> no like um 
it's, it's been it's been surprisingly like really really good like mm. obviously as a South African we have a massive rivalry with Australia yeah and that and we've got a lot of Australians yeah and it and we've gelled so well together um i think from the head coach ricky he's been phenomenal to see how he goes about his business he's he's intense in certain areas but rightly so and um he's very relaxed in others and it's been so good to just be a part of this setup to see and 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 to see how other people like behave in different situations i always believe a true character shines through when when you don't do so well but during that time of of struggle so to say um, our character in this team has been phenomenal and it's been so good to see how people have actually got come together in that time and looked after each other where that can so easily just point fingers and backstab and do this but where that hasn't happened at the Capitals and it's, it's been, like I said, it's been great to see um, that's not something that just happens that's something that um, kind of more like a family vibe we, we speak about being a family here at the capitals and that's great to see and i'm so happy to be a part of this a lot of the players of course you've uh, played with hung around with in other leagues and you know them uh but there is also a newer lot of players right here who you've met and interacted and played with uh, for the first time who's been the surprise package the surprise package oof it's a tough question hmm. like i have played with a lot of the guys, but I must still say, not a surprise, but a guy like Manish Pandey that mm-hmm. I've come with from under 19 has, has kept on just surprising of how good and how talented he actually is. Yeah. Um, I don't think he realizes it sometimes, um, but he's always trying to learn and improve his game, and that's fantastic to see, but he's such a class act, such a good player. And if I just had to throw out uh, a name that has surprised me. Mm. Mm, mm, I must not think now. Yes. It's a tough one. About time. It's been very easy. Smooth it sailing has been easy. so far. Like Vinky's been like really surprising of, of a high balls. Yeah. Lalit's also been very impressive okay. in the situations that he has bowled and also shown with the bat what he's capable of. So there's two names already. Mm. Chitin has been a funny man. I really <laughs> enjoyed him. I can, I can, I can go on, but I would say Lalit and and Venki have been the surprise packages. Ah, nice, very nice. I'm glad you're having a good time with the Capitals family because we sure are. Uh, but since you are a T20 champion, it's your format. You're the man. We're going to do some rapid fire. Easy. Yeah, like power play I, kind of situation. I, I these things. Easy. Yeah, you ace these things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also ace hosting, so we could swap seats <laughs> no. uh, as well, and then then you can ask me the tough questions. So, do you want to know something about me yeah. that people like don't know? I, I'm sorry, using this word, I hate speaking in front of people. I can't do it. I, I like, I need a little bit of courage juice to really? get me going. Like, I can't, I can't speak in front of people. It's like a phobia for me. It's a phobia. Yeah. Just you can't make out. You really can't. You, so I've been trying my best over these last couple of years too. You've been amazing. Yeah. And I, I can just say this from, you know, our experience in South Africa. When <laughs> you slip into a host role super smoothly <laughs> and super easily. Yeah. See, see we're wearing matching yeah. frames. So we're aligned. Maybe we're that's maybe that's sync. the key. Maybe that's, that's the, the key. key. That's why this went well. Yes. Let's do the rapid fire. Let's Happy see days. how that went. Okay, cool. Happy days. I haven't heard that since I came back from SA. Okay. 
quick one if not a cricketer what would you be soccer player okay an athlete you admire the most outside of cricket outside cricket dean burmester golfer okay um if you had the chance to eat only one meal for the rest of your life only one what would that be bread okay <laughs> cool job <laughs> This is rapid fire, isn't it? 100%. You're very rapid. I like it. Okay. Uh, a superstition you follow on match days, if you do. Oh, I don't really have superstition. But what I heard is I walk around the wicket mm. when I bat. So, I don't know if that's superstition. No, that's just your thing. Yeah. Everyone's got their match day thing, routine or something that they do. Yeah. It's not something that you do consciously, obviously. No, I do it consciously. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. cool. So it's probably superstition then. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, leaning leaning towards one. Okay, uh, your go-to person in the South Africa team? David Muller. Okay, your go-to person in the Delhi Capitals team? Oh, wow, this is rapid fire. Anikh Nakia. Okay. Uh, any Delhi lingo or Hindi lingo you may have picked up? Okay, so who? That's it. <laughs> no. How's the Josh? Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, how's the Josh? Yes. yes. Okay. Last one, uh Riley, uh, the title of your autobiography would read would read How to be a professional cricketer by not being professional. That's a very long that that reads like a subtitle. This got to be a short name. I don't know. <laughs> This is very my, long. Anyone can make it. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, we we we'll let the publishers work on that. We we'll let the publishers work on that. But thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank This you. was fun. This, This was really I will repeat as well. Lekka. I hope yeah. you had a good time uh, speaking lecker, yeah. with us. Thank you very much for this and uh, hopefully I'll see you again soon. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode of the Delhi Capitals podcast. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on Spotify and other platforms to stay updated with the latest episodes. Happy listening.